Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We promised better sound for episode four. And there is. At the 20 minute mark. We ended up splitting episode three into two, and then we tacked on some stuff to the end of this one. So you're going to see a sudden jump in sound quality. Enjoy the show. In the last episode, Yulari's learned that there are repercussions to her actions, and Keela and Maypri took a little delight in Yulari's fall. As promised, Gris got the pilgrims to the Moss Stones, where everyone experienced strange dreams. Come morning, the occupants of the caravan woke up in shock when interlopers were found in their midst. You're listening to The Broadswords. Bianca Zelda as May Pre. Alright, I'm fine. Kristen Flemons as Yulari's Roaring Horn. Unseen Servant, I'm gonna cast that and get it to carry my trunk. And Tracy Givens plays Keela. Ask him if the seat is taken. I'm going to turn around to Gris, and with both my hands, I'm going to grab him and demand, who who is Humara? Why was she in my dream? Note, I have no idea that I was supposed to have a dream about anybody, so this is all very confusing for me. Gris chases it. I'm probably not the best one to ask. I'm I'm from Waterdeep. And at that point, the matron, she says, Humara, she was a ranger. When she died, she came here. Her spirit is tied to this place. She lost her husband. She is known to take men who remind her of him. Eventually, she returns them home, but they haven't aged a day from when they left. I'll turn my head a little bit to the side while looking at the matron, uh, who's off in the distance a little bit, and I'm going to stay. So it becomes your responsibility to take these men back home. Why Why does this fall on you? Did you have a similar dream? Did Humara appear in your dreams as well? No, she did not. And at that, um, the pilgrims all kind of look at each other and all shake their heads. I, I mean, I, I want to. Can I, like, lightly kick the guy on the ground just to see if he's... Uh, if he's alive and awake. Yeah. You, you, okay, okay so you like, I'm just gonna tell him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, so you nudge him with your, with your foot. 
when you do that, he stirs and he shakes himself. And he looks up sleepily. And then he blinks because the sun is rising into his eyes. And he squints, really unsure. He looks just really... What is your name? I'm going to demand immediately. He doesn't get time to wake up. He looks up and blinks a couple more times. And then he, he glances around at all of these people that are all staring down at him. He raises himself up onto one of his elbows. He he says, Borovic. My name is Borovic. How, how long? How long what? I... I need to go back. I need to get back. I need to go to Erling. My wife. My wife. Oh, no. I need to get back. And when he says the name Erling, can I please have a history check from everyone? Or, yeah, we'll say history. Make sure, also remember that you have disadvantage. 16. May Priest, um, you know five, so 11. is, this is probably from you just hanging out with Pilgrim. You know that Erling is sacred city. It is right on the outskirts of the sacred wood that only the Hafrin, only the witches of Rashman are allowed to go into the this forest. Erling is a town where all of the witches reside. It's the, the main city for the witches, just outside of this forest. And outsiders can go to this town. They just cannot on pain of death. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You go into that forest, you're dead. The end. But you can go into that town. So only high-ranking witches and their families live there. So when he says Erling, there is a bit of gasps and talk amongst the pilgrims. They start whispering to each other. Okay. Um, I'm going to hoist him up. You mentioned that he's kind of balancing um, on, like he was leaning on his elbow, so I'm going to hook my arm through uh, like his armpit and just kind of pull him up stabilize him so I can look at him kind of on uh, eye to eye instead of glaring down at him. And I'm going to ask him, you you have a wife from Erling? Are you married to a witch? My wife is Catherine, yes. Solana. Uh, how did you get here again? Did the spirit lady bring you here? Yes. Yes, she took me. I've been gone for... How long? I don't know how long the walk is. You'd have to tell me. And at that point, Gris looks at Borovic, and he looks at the caravan. says, I I can't go to Erling. I need to get to Imalar. I'm on a deadline. Uh, Ularius has been sort of watching this from the outskirts, but kind of inching closer and closer as everything played out. I think she's going to go up to Maypri. You saw this woman in your dreams? The spirit lady? Yeah. She was in my dreams as well. And I'm going to turn to Gris because, you know, this gives me another air of importance again. Be like, we've been called. We shall ensure his safe delivery. Wait, I have to volunteer for him? He doesn't seem very trustworthy. I'm going to gesture at the bearded guy. I've already forgot his name. 
He has been placed in our hands. He is helpless. <laughs> we shall defend him. Uh, I'm going to turn to Borovic and ask, when when do you have to leave? I I need to get back. This poor man, he's probably so like confused and tired. <laughs> yeah, like, who are these people? What is going on? Just tell me what year it is, y'all. <laughs> what year is it? Don't ask me that question because I don't know. Dungeons and Dragon years are weird. Like, they, like they're weird. Yeah. Can we just say we tell him the year? Whatever year that is? Yeah, whatever year it is. He stares at you in shock. And he says, 20 years. 20. Our child. Solana was pregnant. But I must. I must get to Erling. I must get to Erling. Take me, please. I'm going to just, like, gesture at him and be like, see? He's got to get to Erling. Also, I don't want to go with the caravan anymore, so. I'm going to look over. Oh, okay, Larry. So I see you've got underlying reasons. Oh, I don't, I don't think I said that out loud. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like, see, we must go. But it's like, sweet, now I've got a purpose again. Okay. <laughs> and what's Keela doing during all of this? She's been just mostly observing um she doesn't really trust this guy and also doesn't really trust Ilaris for suddenly being so generous when she was previously proving to not be so generous so she's a little bit on the side of wanting to continue with the caravan and Gris just looks at Maypri and Ilaris and says fine take him uh, Maypri is going to kind of put her hand up when she does when she has questions to ask of strangers and say, can you offer us supplies? Maybe a horse? I only have horses for the wagons. <laughs> supplies? Food? Lots of food, maybe? He, uh, he sighs. He looks at the two of you and at this man who looks still really dazed and out of it. And he says, do you think you two can handle this? I spend all my time just hanging out and adventuring, so I'm absolutely excited to go to a new location. Yeah, I can handle this. And he looks over at Keela standing off to the side. Maybe she just jumped down from the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> she slept on the wagon. Um, just to be a jerk. And uh, he says, perhaps you can go with them. Keela thinks about it for a minute and thinks perhaps the Witches of Erling will have some money for her if she can play some nice tunes for them. So I think about it and I turn to Chris and say, uh, all right, I'll help him out. All right. Well, in that case, I think we can, uh, we can give you guys some supplies. Breakfast? Can we do breakfast first? <laughs> so yeah, so you can do breakfast. You all have a breakfast of dry rations and they provide you with a small tent. It can really only fit. It's really only intended for two people, but you can squish four people in there. And he gives you enough rations for three days. While the rations are being prepared, I would like to locate Gris um, still and ask him because this guy, he knows the area. He's the caravan leader. So uh, I'm going to ask him, Gris, do you by chance have any maps of the area 
I don't want to... There's a lot of forests. I don't want to get lost in these forests. No, it's actually quite easy to get to Erling. Just take the road back in the direction that we came from. And probably about, oh, I don't know, four hours or so. By noon, you will get to a turnoff point. Um, You'll see a path. It leads north. And just take that, and it will take you straight to Erling. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate your kindness in all of this. Not a problem. And at that, um, there you're given all your supplies. He gives you your directions, and the caravan goes off. What... What are we doing with our trunks and everything? Do we have like a a mule to carry our things, or are we just stuck dragging our stuff? We're just we're just dragging. Well, I I, I think um you uh Ke- Keila and Maypri, you pretty much you have packs. Yeah. Um, you you two tend to travel light. I mean, you are experienced travelers, so you what you have you can carry on your back. Um, it's just <laughs> Keila, or not Keila, it's uh, just Yularis who has her trunk. How are you carrying that, Yularis? Do you still have your servant summoned? Yeah, I just keep casting him. <laughs> okay, that's what you have to do. Okay, um, some... are we, so we're on the road, we're good to go. Um, how is, um, how is our friend, uh, what is his name again? This Borovic, how is Borovic doing? Is he in like traveling condition? Yeah, he's um he's in traveling condition. He as he eats, he you know he's he revives a bit. Um, but he he's still in like a rather a state of shock and anxiety. Um, I mean he just found out twenty years has passed. He has an um well a now born child um who's you know twenty years old. Um, and he just really wants to get to Erling to see his family. So he's actually quite anxious to get going. Can I ask, um, just a mechanics question. Mm -hmm. Has any of these nights been like a long rest? Do we still have the same amount of damage and whatnot or? Yeah, you, you, that was that night that you just had was a long rest while you didn't get to sleep. Um, you did, you know, you wounded your, your wounds healed. You didn't. Okay, and I brought my spell slots back and stuff. Yes, but you are keep on. What's a is unseen servant? It's a ritual, so I can um, I can cast it without using a spell slot. It just takes me a few minutes. Probably like have to spend a few minutes every hour re (laughs) re invoking this guy to hold my trunk. Hold on, guys. Gotta cast my servant. Okay, so you head down the road and you travel without the caravan in the direction of Erling. Is Borovic a human? Yeah, yeah, he's he. The the vast majority of Rashemi uh, are humans. Um, and in fact, like ninety something percent of them are humans. Um, non non-humans are rare. I mean, they, they exist, they're there, um, but it's mostly human in this area. Okay, so that's going to make all of us stand out that much more, mm-hmm. obviously. You're very much outsiders. 
can so we're walking on the road. I would like to walk with Borovic and ask him, uh, just what's up? Like, uh, hi Borovic, how how are you holding up after after twenty years? I can see that Maypri is a master of tact. <laughs> she means it to be so polite, but it's like, yeah, uh, you've been out of the loop for twenty years. How, how's it going? That must he, suck. He looks at you. Um, he. Actually, speaking of the fact that you'd stick out, he hasn't dealt with a lot of tieflings in his life. Um, oh. <laughs> so you are, quite frankly, frightening to him and with your horns. And um, what color are your eyes? Uh, they're green, actually. They're pretty, the eye color is normal, but I'm, I'm tall. So, I mean, I'm 6'4", and I might be his height or taller. <laughs> You're menacing. He eyes you. A little unbelieving that you just asked him that question. And he says, you know, I, I don't even know what to say. And he continues walking. I was about to pull up some, like, jerky to share with him. And when he walked away, I guess I'm just going to eat it on my own now. Hilarious <laughs> is going to, gonna like, cast a glance at, at Maypri and give a slow clap. Okay, can I have someone who's going to volunteer to be kind of like the scout? Um, to do this survival check to find the turnoff path. I would like to do that because I'm proficient in survival. Okay. Spend my time hanging outside a lot. Because this is a check, am I still rolling disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Okay. That would have been nice. Let's see if I get another nice one. Eight. Your speed is half. You are walking at a very slow pace and you're you're exhausted you're tired well gris had said that it would take you about four hours to get there it, it's going to take you twice as long at this point and you are walking at about eight hours and suddenly you're you're walking it's been nine hours you haven't seen this turn off can i please have everyone give me a perception check Six. Nine. Fourteen and fifteen. Ooh, fourteen and fifteen. So I guess the fourteen. Okay, Yularis, um, you've been here before. You think that you've passed the turnoff. Like maybe I remember from like actually just walking by yesterday rather than riding the caravan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You seem to remember a turnoff actually when you were walking, but you think you've passed it. <clears throat> Excuse me? Are we sure we know where we're going? Because I seem to remember passing this before, and this seems just completely wrong. I think we may be lost. Well, Chris said it was going to take about four hours. Uh, I'm going to look at the sun. Uh, it's, uh, I'm going to look at the sun kind of going down towards the horizon. Oh, Oh, yeah, okay, it's been... Oh, you might have missed it. <laughs> so sorry, guys. Excellent. Um, about face? Do we just, like, do we turn around? Do we keep walking? Do you want to set up camp? I'm not going to keep walking. We either turn around or set up camp, I guess. It is getting a little bit late. How late is it? Is it, like, dark now? We're getting towards darkness? Uh, no. Well, you've probably got a few more hours till darkness, or... Okay. Yeah, maybe three, four hours before darkness. It's it's about five o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. I'm willing to keep walking. How about you three? 
I think we should keep walking in in the other direction. I agree. <laughs> okay. So you you walk back in the other direction and at this point you are keeping a better eye out and after about 45 minutes of walking back backtracking, you see the turnoff leading north. Has this just been like eight hours of silent walking? Has nobody like is poor Borovic just like even thought and really depressed walking with us? Just like super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> At least like Kila or um yeah, Kila and I are like sharing some food. Uh Yularis has got her servant and she's walking with like her trunk. And then Borovic is just I don't know, what's he up to? At this point, Borovic looks up um, at his surroundings, kind of seemingly coming out of a, a fog. And he says, oh, we're about, well, at our rate of walking, about four to five hours from town. And he, he glances at the three of you um, with your bags under, under your eyes. Um, and he says, perhaps, perhaps we should make camp. Seems like a wise suggestion. All right, let's let's make camp. It's not like we're gonna get very far tonight, anyways. Maybe we'll agree. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm hungry and I am a sleepy girl. So you set up your your lonely tent. Who's setting it up? I don't think Hilarious has any idea how these work. Like maybe she can direct the servant to like just sort of attempt to help, but it probably just gets in the way of like random poles floating up. And, like, trying to jab into things. <laughs> you just imagine. <laughs> More things get broken than anything. Uh, Maypri will start to set up the, I guess we have, like, a good old-fashioned, like, canvas tent. And she'll call over to Borovic. Um, Borovic, would you like to help set up the, the tent? Okay, and he does. Um, and between the two of you, you get that tent up quite quickly um anything else to do before nighty night a fire and some food okay whatever our rations are maybe it's just like jerky and uh, bread yeah okay i'm gonna toast my bread over the fire (laughs) (laughs) okay and uh keela decides to just play a little song on her lute beside the fire music and toasted bread it's good yep music and toasted bread (laughs) All right, you've made camp. You have set up your lonely tent. You have a small fire. Are you going to be setting up a watch? Maypre isn't going to. Uh, she. We've experienced a lot of exhaustion in the past couple of days, so she's just going to go ahead and conk out and nap in that fancy tent that we have. <laughs> like, she doesn't even talk to anybody she's just like okay peace I guess. she's out before we could even discuss it and Keela offers to cover the first watch since she only needs to meditate for half the night so she'll watch for the first four hours um Yularis will take second watch um partially because she doesn't really want to share the tent with anybody and partially as a, a passive aggressive move against Maypri. Wow, rude. <laughs> you're the one you're the one who isn't participating at all. <laughs> I'm so tired. Can't be helped. 
Okay, and Borovic, he pieces out with May Pre. So everyone goes to sleep. Um, we've got Keela starting her shift on first watch. About two hours in now, um, there hasn't been anything that you've noticed. Just, you know, the odd rustle of animal uh, moving around about you in the trees and the brush. But about two hours in, can I please have a perception check? 18. At disadvantage? Yes. Wow. Damn, okay, girl. so you've got... There is a strange sound coming from the fire. What kind of sound? There has been a constant kind of crackle coming from the fire, and now that crackle is different. The rhythm has changed. Hmm. Okay, uh, in that case, I'll just kind of do a walk around the fire just to see if I see anything. You are pretty sure... It's bigger. Like, there's more wood in the fire. That's odd. Okay. Um, well, in that case, I don't think that there's much that I can do. So I just decide to kind of just more pace around the fire rather than sit in one place just to see if I notice anything else amiss. I need a dexterity check, please. 19. Wow. So you see out of the corner of your eye a rock come flying towards you, and you sidestep it just in time. Unfortunately, it wonks against the side of the tent. You are both jolted awake by this womp of this big rock that has flown, and it just hits the, the canvas side of the tent. The entire tent ripples and shakes. It's a pretty durable tent that it didn't break, though. I'll give it that. I, I'm going to jolt awake and uh, leap out of the tent to see uh, if we're under attack. I guess when I step outside, I'm just going to see uh, Akila, who's chilling, walking around the fire, and a mini, mini boulder outside. It's a fist side rock. I really, I really wouldn't say I'm chilling at this point because a rock just flew by my head. I'd say I'm more panicking a little bit. I'll turn to you, uh, and Maypri is going to ask, Kila, what what happened? Are you throwing rocks at us? It just, it came out of nowhere. It, I don't know where it came out of. It would just, it was dark, and then there was a flying rock, and the fire got bigger. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the hell is going on. The fire flickers. See. Do you see what I mean? This is what I'm talking about. Is Yaleri's up, or is she still lounging? No, no, I'm I'm stumbling out of the tent as well, um, wondering what what the hell is going on. And okay, uh, Maypri's going to turn to you and say, "You're the wizard. You tell me what's happening. This is a little bit too magical for my tastes." Um, can I cast detect magic? You can. It is a ten minute ritual. So I'll, I'll say to the others, uh, I mean, if you can give me 10 minutes, I can try and see if somebody is casting magical shenanigans on us. But I don't know if we do we have that kind of time. What 
I could just throw fireballs at it. The fire itself actually starts roaring. Like it goes up in a big poof. And now instead of just a small campfire, it is now the size of a bonfire. Uh, let's maybe get Borovic out of the way. Somebody wait him up, wait, wake him up and move the tent. Did, did he sleep through all of this? Is he... he Borovic, he is awake and you can see his head peeking out of the flaps of the tent and he's looking at everyone with his brows furrowed and he looks confused and concerned at the same time. Okay, uh, Pri's gonna go over and grab him by the hand and lead him away while saying, Alright, um, we have an incident, so we're just gonna put you somewhere out of harm's reach, and you stay by this tree. I'm gonna pick a, an arbitrary tree. Are we- we're still at a crossroads, right? So- Yeah, you're just off this- to the side of a crossroads. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just going to plop him by a tree and tell him to stay there while going back to the others and decide what we're going to do about this giant bonfire. Well, I'm going to retcon that. So before you walk back to the fire, you are taking his hand and you are about to lead him out of the tent. And as you do that, I need a dexterity check from you. 18. As you're pulling him out, because he's on his all fours uh, in the tent, sticking his head out, you had to bend down to grab his hand. And as you stand up, another rock whizzes by where your head would have been had you not stood up. I'm starting to get a little panicked. We're, we're clearly under attack. I'm going to turn to Yolaris and tell her, you need to hurry up with that arcane... Hullabaloo and figure out who's attacking us. I guess it hasn't been 10 minutes, has it? No, it's been no. all of 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to just yell into the forest. Who's there? Show yourself. There is a crash from the tent as one of the poles falls over and the tent collapses. Was Borovic still in there? Did I get him out? He's like half in, half out. <laughs> he's got a pile of canvas on top of him and he's actually, it's kind of fallen on top of his head, the canvas. So you just hear muffled. <laughs> if I still had a hold of his hand, can I just yank him out of it? I'm a tough girl. I can do that, right? Yeah, you you can help him out of there. What is everyone else doing as Maypri is untangling Borovic from the collapsed tent? I'm going to head over and help Maypri out because it sounds like her and Borovic are having a bit of a hard time. You managed to get him out of there. He he looks around and he's like, what? What is going on? An excellent question. I was just going to ask you. I have I have no idea. I've and he he stops and he looks around and he says, I I don't know. I haven't been here in a very long time, it seems. Borovic, you have been here though. This is where you're from. Are these type of occurrences regular? You know, like rocks falling from the sky, really hot fire? Is this just regular uh, spirit stuff. He frowns and he says, it seems like it seems like we're being haunted. That's that's kind of scary. Anybody? I'm going to turn to uh, the other two ladies. 
Do you guys have any experiences with spirits? Should I be afraid? I have a lot more experience with the living than with the dead. Uh, likewise. From Bularis. But I thought... I thought Humara wanted us to take you home. Who else would be haunting us? Borovic frowns, and he he shakes his head slowly and says, I, I don't know who would be haunting us. Do you know anything about hauntings generally? Do you know how you find these things out? Are there any rituals or spells or... Like, wh- what does one do about a haunting? That has not been part of my studies, I regret to say. He, he he shakes his head again, and he says that that was not... That was my wife. That was Solana's thing. I... I'm a tailor. Also an important skill set. I can make you a fine pair of breeches. I might take you up on that at a later date. I might have to update myself on modern style and fashion as I've been out of here for the last 20 years, but uh, I, I can make you a nice a nice pair. Oh, darling, I can help you with the updating. Don't worry. Can you also make her a stocking? If I have the materials, I can definitely make you some stockings. Please. Mipri's going to put her hands up. And all right, guys, I think that's enough boring talk. We, um, I'm really well rested. I don't know about you guys. So how about we pack up and leave this area? Because it's a little too spooky for me. Wait, question to the DM. Is she well rested? She is not rested at all. <laughs> she has slept for all of two hours. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> okay, that's two hours more than everybody else. I'd like to point out I haven't slept at all. And also it's pitch black in the middle of the night. So let's not go out in the creepy middle of the night. I can see just fine. Not all of us can see in the dark. I will have you know. Alright, well, we need to figure out this fire business. It's, I mean, if nobody knew we were here, this fire is big enough that it's going to attract all kinds of people, if not spirits. Personally, I would welcome the presence of more people. Do we have any, like, sand or water that we can put it out with? Uh, There's dirt around. Can I just start kicking dirt into it? You can do whatever you want. It's d <laughs> I'm kicking dirt into that fire to put it out. It's too hot. I'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want anything to do with the dirt. My poor wardrobe has suffered enough as is. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> is my, uh, my dirt kicking having any effect on this roaring fire? Yes, it does. The fire does get smaller. May I have everyone give me a wisdom saving throw? 22. 17. I got 11. Maypri, you get a sudden overwhelming feeling of loneliness. Can I... Here, let me paint that picture really quickly little bit of character insight if this is a feeling that i'm experiencing i am a well-traveled individual who's traveled a lot by herself so while loneliness isn't something 
new to me. It's something I know very well. And if you're telling me that this is something that kind of comes crashing down, I guess, um, in this instant, after kicking some dirt into the fire, I'm just going to crumble to the ground for a second, contemplating my own uh, my own sad mortality. I, I think Hilarious is going to sort of look at her for a second and then awkwardly pat her on the back. Just there. Aww. There. Are you all right? Just sort of like, is this how you do human or, like, person interaction? I know we're not all human. None of us are human, but you get the gist. I'll nod. Um, I'm a little a little choked up to say anything. I'm just going to keep kneeling in the dirt where I was kind of kicking a hole. Uh, <laughs> a little overcome by uh, these overwhelming feelings of, uh, of depression in this instant. I think uh, Ylaris is going to give sort of a panicked look at Keela, being like, what do we do? And in return, Keela just kind of gives you a shrug with hands up in that kind of, I don't know what the hell to do right now expression. She'll say, she'll say to uh, Mapri, you, the fire's out. You did it. Good job. You did good. I'll, uh, <laughs> that'll do it. Uh, I'll, I'll look up and kind of mutter a small thanks. And can I, oh, I guess our tent is just crumpled to the ground. I can't even go back and sleep in it. I'm going to go back and start um, putting it back together. As you go to put it back together, one of the poles lifts by itself and then is launched into the trees. Find out what's haunting you, Larry's Maypri and Keela on December 16th. And while you're waiting, check out North by North Quest, another Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. See you next time. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs>